Welcome to the Audit Podcast, the number one podcast for the audit profession. Be sure to check the show notes for all of our social media channels and to sign up for the Audit Podcast newsletter. Now, here's your host, Trent Russell. This podcast is sponsored by Green Skies Analytics, where they do everything tech-related, but only for internal audit. Although compliance and risk management, y'all are cool too, so feel free to check it out also. To find out more, please visit greenskiesanalytics.com, but it's more likely that you're just going to Google it. So to find out more, please Google Green Skies Analytics. This podcast is also brought to you by AuditBoard, the leading cloud-based platform transforming how enterprises manage risk. AuditBoard's integrated suite of easy-to-use audit, risk, and compliance solutions streamlines internal audit, SOX compliance, risk management, and security compliance. Automate processes and improve execution with AuditBoard's purpose-built solution, which is designed to address the most pressing challenges of today's practitioners. Experience the latest in audit, risk, and compliance technology. Visit AuditBoard.com to schedule your product walkthrough to see AuditBoard's award-winning platform in action today. Hello, everybody. In December 21st, 2020, uh, Richard Chambers, former CEO and president of the IAA, released the 10 internal audit thought leaders of 2020. And we've been fortunate enough to have three of those thought leaders on the show. So what I want to do was just take my favorite parts from that show and put them all into one. So that's what this is. Uh, I also included Richard Chambers uh, from his episode. I included him, although he obviously couldn't be one of the, the 10 internal audit thought leaders of 2020 because he worked with the IA. Um, but I don't think it's too much to say that he is definitely one of the thought leaders in our profession. And so what I'll do is I'm going to, there's a blog article that lists all 10. So I'll put that link in the show notes. And then for each person, when they do their clip, I will read from Richard's blog, what he had to say about them. Here we go. So Richard Chambers said of Hal Guerin, I noted last year that I fully anticipated how to be on the future list. It did not take long. Hal has emerged as a thoughtful and powerful voice in our profession. In 2020, he has been extolling the virtue of relevance and the challenge for internal auditors to remain relevant in a virtual environment. I recently invited him to join me on insights and advice to speak more directly to this topic. Here is Hal Guerin. I've seen some talk of that and very much agreed with it. I think somebody made that point like, okay, help now and keep the company afloat instead of not helping. And maybe the company goes under and you have no job. Like which one do you think is the bigger risk there? You know? Um, and, and to be brutally honest, you know, I think at, for those organizations that have been material, their revenues have been materially impacted because of the business or the sector that they're in um, as a result of the pandemic. You know, every employee is, a, is going to be a cell in a spreadsheet somewhere. Mm -hmm. And when it comes time to say we've got to make reductions, you know, what impressions has internal audit function left in people's mind? Are you a cost center or are you a value enhancer? And that will have some bearing on how much internal audit might be affected by staff reductions. And 
yes, I understand. I know I'm going to be a little bit direct here, but I understand internal audit has a functional reporting relationship to the audit committee and the audit committee chair. And if internal audit resources are going to be impacted, the audit committee should weigh in on that. Well, yes, but, or yes, and. If the CFO really thinks that internal audit staffing needs to get caught, are they going to talk to you first? Or are they going to talk to the chair of the audit committee first? Right. Right. And make sure that what they believe is in the best interest of the organization needs to happen, happens. And you'll be downstream from that. And I don't mean to be so brutal, but it's a, it is a fact. Um, and so how, are, how is, in, is internal audit helped when the organization needed help in the time of crisis? If so, you're probably in a better position of adding value and creating the sense that, no, let's leave those resources alone for now. Richard said of Norman Marks, as I said last year, if I were ranking the list, Norman would be at or near the top. He's a passionate thought leader, whether speaking at internal audit conferences, authoring books, writing blogs, or simply sharing his views on social media. When I launched Insights and Advice soon after COVID-19 started sweeping the globe, Norman also was among the first guests I booked. Is there some way to like bring about that mindset in us then? Maybe is the, the overall question I'm trying to get at. Well, I think the first thing to do is stop talking about risk. Yeah. Okay. Because risk is a word that um, is not seen as a positive one by management. Um, it's, it's something that stops them doing what they want to do rather than uh, actually helping them in some way. So I think it's better to talk about what could go wrong yeah, and, and how could it affect uh, what you're trying to do. So, and also what needs to go right or needs to go right. And, and then what do you think we're missing? What do you think we could be doing better? Where are the, the things that are holding you back from from uh, doing a better job or more, or, or the organization getting more out of this? Are you getting full coordination and cooperation from everybody else? Um, where do you spend your time? What do you worry about? What do you think about? What would you like to do if you had the resources? I think it's about making sure that management, the people uh, making decisions, people doing actions, have a good understanding of what might happen. Mm -hmm. It's not that we necessarily ourselves always have to understand. It's better that management understands that we know that they understand. They are closer to it. So um, if this comes back down to, you know, is it managed, is it an internal audit's job to, to find risk? Yeah. Well, actually it's, a, it's, it's an internal audit's job to make sure that management right. understands what, what might happen, um, both the, the negative and the positive, and then is able to evaluate all of that to, to make the right decision and informed and intelligent one. But I think that uh, things like, where do you spend your time? What was on the agenda of your last meeting? What are the sort of the things that, that go wrong? Um, what are the things you find when you're doing your work? Hey everyone, thank you for continuing to listen to the show. We want to say thank you again to our sponsors over at Audit Board, the leading cloud-based platform transforming how enterprises manage risk. Audit Board's integrated suite of easy-to-use audit risk and compliance solutions streamlines internal audit, SOX compliance, risk management, and security compliance. 
automate processes and improve execution with AuditBoard's purpose-built solution, which is designed to address the most pressing challenges of today's practitioners. Experience the latest in audit, risk, and compliance technology. Visit auditboard.com to schedule your product walkthrough to see AuditBoard's award-winning platform in action today. So if you're talking to somebody and they're doing some kind of reconciliation, it's always interesting to find out, well, what are some of the things that you find what are some of the questions you have to ask management about, or, or this department or that department? Uh, are there times when um, you wish you could be doing something else or, you, or something in addition to this? Um, questions like that, much more um, friendly, open inquiry, rather than interrogating, <laughs> uh, kind of questions. Um, what advice would you give me if I had to do this job? All, all kind of different things to, to bring out um, what we need to be focusing on. And, and like I said, it's, it's always better to see if management understands what might happen. Because frankly, and this is something that internal auditors frequently don't do, and they realize, they don't realize the importance of this, is they don't assess whether management has a good understanding of what might happen the risks and the opportunities. Yeah. And if they don't have an understanding, why should you expect them to be dealing with that appropriately? Of Sue Paul, Richard said, my call for nominations elicited multiple suggestions for several people on this list, but none received more than Sue. Her expertise is IT audit and she is a prolific technology thought leader for the profession. A quick review of her LinkedIn post will affirm why she is so widely admired. I know, Susan, one of the things that we want to talk about was in IT audit, especially the major risks of 2021. So I uh, just kind of want to get your thoughts on, on what you think those are um, and what we could do to um, kind of mitigate those or address those within our, our audit department. So I think the major risk that we're seeing, especially, you know, after the pandemic and things like that, uh, that people are, you know, uh, connecting from a remote location or otherwise, is that there are a lot of, uh, you know, hacks and external penetrations that are happening. Uh, I've been, you know, supporting a lot of financial clients. And one of the major things that we are seeing in the recent past is such true phishing emails. It looks so true. It looks so good. I think I got one from Chase Bank today as well, saying <laughs> that, you know, your account is hacked. And it looks so true. I was showing it to a friend who did not have any experience in the field. And he said, oh, looks like your Chase account did get. And I said, no, this isn't because look at the email. It's, it's so out there. So I think one of the major risks we are finding is that education wise, the gap, you know, from uh, lay people or uh, my financial friends and other people who are not too exposed to uh, this area of, you know, IT security. I think the big thing uh, or the big need of the hour is security between our ID platforms or operating system or database. Although Richard Chambers doesn't need much of an introduction, he is the former president and CEO of the IIA. And amongst other things, in his busy retirement, he is currently the senior internal audit advisor for Audit Board. And so with that, I'll just leave it with Richard. What is your thoughts on analytics within internal audit? Uh, analytics, tech in general, uh, machine learning, things of that nature. Well, I, I, I would just say, and you know, again, I'm, I, I try to be careful not to generalize too much, but uh, I don't see how any uh, capable internal audit function can be operating uh, in the third decade of the 21st century without a strong data analytics capability. 
Um, we're we're in you know we have been for for quite some time, you know, literally in the era of big data. And there's no way that as an internal auditor you can be using the kinds of tools that we did when I first came into auditing. You know, statistical sampling and 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 the various ways that we tried to evaluate or analyze information and data. There's no way that that gets you where you need to be uh, at this day and age. Uh, there, there's just there there is an absolute avalanche of data out there, and so I think we have to get much more proficient at data analytics. If you enjoyed the podcast, would you please consider leaving a rating on iTunes or whatever platform you're listening on right now? It really makes a difference in helping to convince hard to get guests to come on the show. I did it and it only took me 16 seconds to give myself a five-star rating. So it shouldn't take uh, too much longer than that. Thank you very much for listening. Hey everyone, thank you very much for listening to this episode of the Audit Podcast. Whatever platform you're listening on right now, I'm sure there's a subscribe button somewhere, so please hit the subscribe button there. If you're listening through iTunes or Spotify, feel free to go give us that five-star rating. It only took me about 16 seconds to give myself a five-star review, and it really helps to get future guests to come on the show, so we'd really appreciate that. Lastly, be sure to check out the show notes and follow us on all our social media channels on Instagram, on LinkedIn, and on TikTok. Also, if interested, please sign up for our weekly newsletter from the Audit Podcast. Thank you all. Have a great one.